My name is Anthony James, and I love the German Netflix show Dark. I love it so much that I started a YouTube channel to talk about it. From the start, I've been told that the Dark Train won't last forever, and if I want to continue to grow on YouTube, I need to move on. Well, you know what? I don't want to move on. This show is worth more. It's worth more theories, more analysis, deconstruction, and discussion. So if you're not ready to move on either, then you're in the right place, right here on Dark Discussions. Hello, and welcome to Dark Discussions. I'm Origin Anthony James, and this week we're going to be talking about the themes of religion within Dark. I couldn't be more excited. This is where I got my start on YouTube. I started making videos because I had a theory. I had a theory, well I've had a few of them, but I had a theory that Adam and Eve would come into the show. Well, we already knew Adam was in the show, but I thought Eve would come into the show. I predicted Claudia would be the serpent. Oh, just pat myself on the back for that one. But today, we're going to be going into much more depth throughout different aspects of the religion. Now, one thing I will say, a lot of people have commented on my previous video, asked, uh, give me ideas for this video, which is fantastic. The whole point of this show is to be is to for us to discuss. It's called Dark Discussions, not Dark Anthony James Lectures. So I'd like you to get involved. So I'm putting a poll on my Twitter. My Twitter is HeyAnthonyJames, at HeyAnthonyJames. And you get to choose what you would prefer to watch next week. So it's out of three. At the very end of the video, I'll go, th I'll go through what three they are. But it's, it's up to you to choose. So go and follow me on Twitter, at, Anthony J at, hey, at HeyAnthonyJames. I'm going to be doing that every week, except in, if there's a special case where I can't because I know I have the guest on or something like that. Most of the time, I'll get used to be choosing. All right? Now, before we start, I've got something special for you. I want to get us in the mode of thinking about religion in dark. So I've put together, together a little bit of a video package for you. So now, not everything in this video package is going to be dead on in terms of the analogies and things, but it'll get us thinking the right way. I'll see you on the other side. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree in the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. rib which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made, and he said, Ye shall not eat of every tree in the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, 
but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden, to till the ground from whence he was taken. So there you go. Loads of things going on, in my opinion, in terms of religion in this show. Now, as I said, not everything in that video would have hit exactly dead on. But I want to go through a couple of the main points that I'm trying to make in that sort of intro mood setting video that I did. The first thing is, a lot of people are discussing who's God in Dark. Is it HG Townhouse? Or is it time itself? Or maybe... Is it even Adam? Now, I know Adam always says time is God. And a lot of people are sort of putting that across as proof that time is God. But that's just one character's opinion. Now, I will also say that just because H.G. Townhouse is doing things that could be analogous to God doesn't mean he is God. But obviously, parts of what he's doing is, in, are in, is inspired by God. So, for example, when he clicks the two buttons... Uh, obviously, did you also notice there's two buttons, two worlds he's accidentally creating? Right? All right, little little detail there for you. But when he clicks the two buttons, very clearly, he, he is creating worlds. He's creating worlds. Now, I know that it's time that technically does that, but he's not knowingly creating worlds. Now, someone in the comments also said that if he's not knowingly do it, doing it, then is it really a godly act? Like, is he being God? And I, I just concluded by saying, do you know, do you know uh, what God was thinking? You know, you know, if you are, if you are someone who believes in God, uh, then surely you don't claim to. Obviously, obviously, people who believe in God believe that uh, God willingly made the world. However, it's just an analogy. It's an analogy within dark. I think definitely that was the symbolism they were going for. Um, also, another bit of symbolism in terms of uh, H.G. Tenhouse being God that I noticed, which was pretty cool, is that on the seventh day he rested. Now. Not necessarily the seventh day, but the idea that whenever H.G. Townhouse finished building the time machine and he gave it to the stranger, the stranger then sort of questioned him, uh, you know, why did you do that? And he said that uh, he felt it was his place in it. That's what he had to do. And then after he did that, that or that uh, the prime H.G. Townhouse, like the first H.G. Townhouse we ever met in the show, he didn't really do anything else in the rest of the show. That H.G. Townhouse was gone. He just sort of just lived out the rest of his life. And that made me think, what does God do when he's finished his work? He rests. So, you know, little, you know, a, little, a small little analogy, but yeah. Also within that little video package, clearly there was huge allusions to Adam and Eve. Clearly. So we know there's, all, there's already a character, there's characters in the show called Adam and Eve. Now, why Jonas and Mar Martha chose to call themselves Adam and Eve... I'm not sure. Is it literally just because they knew the older version was called Adam and the older version was called Eva? So they changed their names to that because they knew they had to? I'm not sure. But definitely Eva seems to be 
buying into the symbolism of Adam and Eve because up on the wall she's got the Adam and Eve there um, in, in the painting. So definitely there is a lot of symbolism going on with Adam and Eve, even like you know on the face in the story. In, so I'm going to get into a bit a bit of my understanding or my sort of my analysis of the Adam and Eve themes within the show. So clearly there's a whole thing going on with free will and determinism. Is there free will? Is there not? Claudia is the serpent. And now, to me, she's a serpent. She's the one who breaks the cycle. She's the one who shows free will. Now, if she's showing free will, even if you you don't believe she is overall, in that small aspect of the story, she appears to be showing free will. Um, Then she's sort of taking the place of the serpent, and then she sort of tempts... Jonas and Marta. In my opinion, the fact that Jonas and Marta are the ones who go through into the origin world, they're the ones who leave the Garden of Eden, so to speak. Well, I know that they're, they're technically going to paradise, so they're kind of going into a Garden of Eden, but it's it's sort of an opposite, uh, it's, it's the opposite way around. They're sort of leaving the hell, aren't they? And they're going into the Garden of Eden, so it's sort of the opposite of, as what it is in the Bible. But, um, but you know, but uh, the, the symbolism is there. Um, I, I originally predicted that it would be uh, Claudia would give the golden b- ball, which was, I, I assumed was like the apple, to uh, to one of them. Uh, to to actually, I said I said to Tomata to Eva, because you know that's what happens in the Bible. Uh, Eve Eve is the first one to be tempted. So that didn't really pan out exactly right. I suppose in episode ten of season uh, sorry episode eight of season three, perhaps Claudia gave the gold ball to Jonas. I think maybe. Uh, so that's how, you know, that kind of is giving the apple, I, I suppose, if if she did. Uh, unless he already had that from Marta. But anyway, my idea, so what, in my opinion, right, so I thought the gold ball was the forbidden fruit. I don't think it is anymore. What I think the symbolic forbidden fruit of the show is, is Jonas and Alt Marta sort of getting it on, so to speak. When they make a child... They link the worlds, and that is the sin, I think. That's the sin of time, what started it all. That's the origin. That, in my opinion, is the symbolic sin. So that's why in that little video package I did, every time sort of Marta and Jonas were going to kiss and stuff, I was putting that symbolism uh, over the top of that. Um, so yeah, Claudia being the serpent, I also mentioned before in my previous videos, that was also uh, sort of alluded to in her dialogue with Noah. Uh, when she was talking to Noah, saying, "You know, do you, do you not believe that you can, you can, you can do what you want?" I can't remember the exact dialogue, but in just before Noah shoots her, there is great uh, uh, sort of symbolism showing that Claudia should be viewed like the snake. Um, I think that's all I have to say about that little intro. There's a lot there. Obviously, oh yes, the Hannah part. Maybe you're looking at the Hannah part where I showed like the two Hannahs going across. What on earth is that about? Well, that said that God made God made. Um, man in his image so my my idea there what i'm trying to get across there is the two the prime world and the alt world were made in the image of the origin world now not the exact same but in the image so i showed hannah in the origin world and then the two alt and prime selves of hannah and they're so they they are made from origin hannah so aspects of the origin world is in the prime and alt world because that's where they were made from uh so that's where i was going with that um again lots of loose analogies in, in that video package but it's just to get us in the mood okay so that's my adam and eve idea um, 
I think I've summed up everything I needed to there in the Adam, Adam and Eve idea. Again, this is a c- continual discussion. I want this to be a continual continual discussion. If I've missed something, let me know because I one hundred percent I'll be doing another video on religion down the line. Um, not every week, obviously. We're going to be talking about religion, but down the line. So if I make a mistake or I miss something out, let me know uh, in the comments and I'll correct it the next time. Okay. So the next thing I wanted to talk about was one of the things that there's quite a bit of religious symbol. Another piece of religious symbolism within the show is the Fall of the Damned uh, painting up in Adam's Lair. And this is by an artist called Peter Paul Rubens. And I mentioned this back in my first ever video as well, as how religion was within the show. But I didn't, I have since um, sort of worked on a theory or some more analysis of this being, this actually, this painting being in Adam's Lair. And my reason, what I think is, so this is obviously, this is, this is a painting called The Fall of the Damned, and it depicts Archangel Michael throwing the demons or the sort of hell angels or whatever you want to call them back in back into uh, into hell after a uh, sort of throwing them to fall of the damned. I think there was an uprising. I'm not 100% sure, but I know it's Archangel Michael throwing them all in, into hell, basically. And my idea for the symbolism of this painting being up in Adam's lair would be what did Adam or Jonas for the longest time think was the cause of all this problem? What did he think was the cause of all this hell, so to speak? He thought, for the longest time, obviously he changed his mind eventually because he realized it was the origin, but for the longest time, he thought it was his his father. He thought it was the fact that Mikkel was taken back, grew up, and gave, and then, you know, impregnated Hannah, and she gave birth to him. He thought his father, Michael, was the cause of it all. So this painting shows Archangel Michael throwing all of these uh, people, or, you know, whatever they are, into hell. So my idea, the symbolism I'm taking from this painting, being up in Adam's lair, is that he views that moment, Archangel Michael, as, as starting this whole horrible cycle that he wants to end. Um, I'm sure there's more symbolism in there, but that's, that's, that's something I noticed about it. Uh, so let me know what you think about that in the comments. Uh, okay, so obviously we can't talk about religion in the show without talking about the priest. So the priest is Noah, obviously. Uh, even his name is religious. So uh, we know that he's... So throughout the show, there's a load load of different uh, times he's reading from a Bible. He's quoting things. Uh, I'm not going to go into every single biblical quote and say what, what I think it means at that moment in the show. Maybe one day, but not, not in this video. So basically, Noah uh, is named Noah. And I, to be honest with you, I, I thought I had to cover this, even though Noah says it himself in the show. Noah's job is basically to, like Noah in the Bible, brings people onto the ark and, send, and like keeps them th- during the flood. Noah, his ark is like the bunker with the uh, with the time time machine chair, and he's sending people through time. So there's a lot of that's that's there's a lot of symbolism there. He sort of feels like by doing this, he's saving humanity. So he's able to he's able to because obviously remember Noah fully buys in to Adam's sort of plan. Now whether or not Noah fully knows the plan and about the origin and all that, I'm not sure he does know all of that, but he fully buys in and trusts Adam. So that's something to to remember. A little bit of drink. Okay, so uh, next, all this discussion gets me thirsty. Uh, so next, uh, I thought before I go into my big uh, 
sort of finale uh, analysis of uh, of Jonas. I would I would go through a couple of your comments uh, which uh, which you let you left uh, wanting to contribute to the, to the discussion. So I'm very real about that. I want you to contribute to the discussion. Eventually, I would love to get some of you actually on the show. And we would record a Zoom call or something, and and we would have you talking to me about something. I really want to do that. I'd really love to even maybe even if we could go live one time and have and have like live calls. You know that would be that'd be great. So something I'm thinking about. But let's get you in the comments anyway for now. So uh, Sylvia Hug says, is it Hug or Hague? Let me know about the pronunciation. I'm not quite sure. But Sylvia says, everyone knows the names Adam, Eve, and Noah uh, are from the Bible, but does. Does everyone know the role of Jonas in the Bible? So I think uh, Jonas is another version of saying Yo- Yo- uh, Jonah, Jonah in the Bible. So Jonah is the one who got eaten by the whale, I think. He wasn't uh, only the one who was eaten by the fish, mammal, but uh, the one who was beaten in- into the water because someone had to take the fault for heavy weather. Interesting. I'm actually not. I'm not fully. Um, read up on uh, Jonah, to be honest with you. I knew he had been uh, swallowed by the whale. I knew that, but I wasn't all fully read up on him. But I did find this on the dark Wikipedia. Uh, the What do you call it? Yeah, Wikipedia. Dark Wiki, I think. Wiki. And it says, uh, Jonas, or Jonah, uh, Jonah is a prophet who is called upon by God to warn the city of uh, Nineveh, uh, Nineveh? Not sure. Of its destruction. Jonah, uh, Jonah tries to flee in, instead, and after the, his ship is caught in a mighty storm, he ends up being swallowed by a large fish. Oh, it is a large fish. I always thought it was a whale. I'm thinking of Pinocchio. That's why. Well, I suppose Pinocchio, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's biblical, isn't it? Uh, don't know. Uh, anyway, so it's definitely not. Uh, so basically, um, Jonah here could be viewed as like Jonas in the show. He's called upon by God to warn the city so is that relevant you think is he called upon by god so time maybe time is god in that respect because you know as i said earlier time could be god and hg it's all it's all analogies it's all it's all uh sort of not not literal um but so he he flees instead does jonas flee i'm gonna leave that up to you in the comments I have, a, I have a little bit of an idea, but I'd like to hear what you think. So, in terms of what's on the screen right now, do you think that Jonas in the show is matching up with that Jonas there? Interesting. I think I think there could be some parallels in terms of his journey. Uh, so, I'll, I'm interested to hear what you think. So, the next one comes from Sovereign. And Sovereign says, Is Tanhouse God relative to Adam and Eva with Claudia as a serpent? I think yes. Uh, now, not when I say yes, I don't mean that... Again, H.G. Tanhouse is God, but also time can be viewed as God as well. So it's sort of a blurred line. H.G. Tanhouse created the world, so it sort of is uh, right on the nose, that that comparison really, isn't it? Uh, he technically created the world. Well, there you go. Or maybe it's that Tanhouse was a man who played God, and while he created not even uh, one, but two whole universes, they were dark, depressing, worst timeline-type worlds. At the end of the day, all the uh, suffering leads to Tanhouse. Okay. I like this idea. So, Tanhouse was playing God. Interesting. So, Tanhouse was trying to play God, and actually, by doing that, just messed everything up. And that's that would be that's actually really that's really interesting. And I, I, I like that analysis because it's true. He was playing God. He was trying to change an event in the past. So, obviously, that's not gonna that's never gonna gonna bring about 
only positive results. Uh, so maybe, yeah, time is God. And Tannhouse was a, was a man who was trying to play God. And when he when he when he tried to play God, he completely messed it up. And then if you if you if you don't believe my ultimate theory, which I put out there on my YouTube channel, then maybe he accidentally got what he wanted. But um, yeah, great idea, Sovereign. Love it. Uh, so uh, Mike Engel says, "Time is is the God in dark." Oh, here we go. So that was said many times on the show. You're right. It was said many times on the show by Adam. By Adam. Um, Adam said a lot of things in the show that didn't turn out to be true. Adam also thought that he was going to end the cycle by killing Alt Marta with the when he focused down the dark matter onto her. That didn't go very well. Uh, so I wouldn't believe everything that Adam says. Having said that, you are right. There's a lot of symbolism in the idea of time being God. So I'm all for that. I am all for that. Okay, so last question. I'm not going to go through this all, Annalise, because it's not really a question, but I really love this comment. But I wanted to talk about here um was the idea okay so yeah the idea that Annalise says at the end here is that instead of like sometimes you could instead of doing the religious and the more sort of heavy topics the philosophy and stuff like that you could actually just do an episode on uh you could do an episode on other shows and books and things that dark is similar to uh, or dark maybe is inspired by i've already done a video on dark being inspired by back to the future so that might be something to bring into a more casual discussion-based forum like this. Um, one of the topics that you can vote on for next week is actually, and maybe Annalise, you'll like this then, is actually how dark is similar to the Matrix. So uh, it's something I've been working on uh, for a while now. I, there's a lot of similarities between dark and the Matrix, a lot. So check, keep your, keep your eyes out for that. It will be coming eventually. But if you just don't want that one next week, then get to my Twitter at, at HeyAnthonyJames and vote what you want next week. Right, okay. Having said all that, here's my theory. Not my theory, here's my analysis. And it's probably not something that, uh, it's probably not something that, that, that's gone over your head. I think a lot of you probably saw some symbolism here. I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious to me. The idea of, Yo of Jonas or Jonas being uh, symbolically sort of taking on a lot of the traits of Jesus Christ. Um, now, it's interesting because he's Adam. Self-named Adam. Uh, so how could he also be G Jesus? Interesting, eh? Um, well, the idea is everyone can be everyone. Like this is, it's, it's where they're inspired by. It's where they come from. Now, I'm pretty sure by the end of this video, you're going to say, yeah, 100%. Yeah, okay, I understand. He, he's at least a little bit inspired by Jesus. The first thing, which is very compelling, is he sacrificed himself to save humanity. Hey, right? that's pretty. That's pretty uh, Christ-like. Okay, so let's move on and see. So the next thing, oh, skip too far ahead there. The next thing is that he has 12, 12 apostles. Right? I'm, I'm convincing you yet. So he's got twelve apostles. So uh, Adam there, as you can see, all those people behind him, twelve of them. He's the thirteenth. So just like Jesus. Now. Most people would say, well, yeah, actually, that if you, if you, in, the, in the Christian religion, there's three gods. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, or Holy Ghost, some people say. So if the idea of the three gods straight away makes you think, well, there's three Jonases. Jonas, Stranger, and Adam. Now, here's where I might, this, this is the point where you might have got to the point where you're like, yes, Anthony, we've all realized this. We've all realized there's three Jonas's. We've all realized there's 12 disciples in that picture. We've all realized that he sacrificed himself. Now, here's where my analysis, I think, is going to differ from some other people. 
because I've went deeper, guys. You know me. I go deeper. Now, I'm sorry, there's a fly flying about here. So if it comes in front of the camera, I'm sorry, but, you know, I'll try and, I'll try and get it. But anyway, so this is where I go deeper. You know me. I, try, I like to go deep. So here we go. Here's the three gods of Jonas. Here's the three Jesuses of or gods. Like, you know, you know, he's Jesus, God, same thing, basically. Right? So the father is when he goes to the old world and becomes a father. Pretty self-explanatory, that one. The son is the one who grows up to be Adam. He never stopped thinking about his father. He never stopped missing his father. His father is what sent him on the mission. His father saved his life by killing himself. His, that, that Jonas who turns into Adam is defined by being Michael's son. Okay, He's the son. And the last one, Jonas is the Holy Spirit. The one that goes into the origin world. He's the angel. He's the ghost. He he is able to fix fix uh, or stop Marek and Sonya going over the bridge, and he saves their life. He's the Holy Spirit. There, there's my theory, right there on the table. What do you think? I think I'm pretty close. I think I think there's definitely symbolism there that I think the creators were looking at when they were making this character. Um, so I'd love to hear what you think about that. Okay. Uh, all right. So that's my first ever Dark Discussions episode. That's my first ever dis- Dark Discussions episode on religion. I'm sure there'll be more than one. Uh, it is, after all, where I started on this uh, on this platform, YouTube. Uh, so for next week, I'm giving you three choices. You can go to at Hey Anthony James on Twitter and vote for Parallels to the Matrix. We can also look at Theseus and the Minotaur, or we could do a character study of a, another of a random character from the show. Eventually, I'm sure we'll get through all the characters, but choose a character. If you want to do that one and you vote for a character study, in the comments of this video, put which character you want, and then I'll choose I'll choose the character. But if you want me to go through a particular character for next week, then great. Theseus and the Minotaur is the other one. Uh, so obviously Ariadne comes into that, the whole Marta Ariadne thing. And then Parallels to the Matrix. Uh, and that's, that's, that's one that's going to be fun, uh, but maybe you're not in the mood for that just yet. But they're, they're the three that I'm thinking of, okay, guys? All right, so there we go. There's my first ever episode of Dark Discussions. I hope you liked it. Um, I've been thinking about doing this for quite a while. Um, I was really encouraged by all the all the support last week. So thank you very much. Make sure you get into the uh, comments and discuss what you would like to see next week. If you want to talk about The Matrix, do that, and then that'll be there for whenever I make that video. Theseus and the Minotaur, do that. That'll be there for whenever I make that video. Uh, or a character study. You choose a character. I'll see if I, I agree with you that I should be spending time on that character. And then we'll move from there. All right, guys. I've been Anthony James. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Dark uh, After Dark Podcast, where I take my friend Conrad through Dark one step at a time. comes out every Monday and Saturday. Look out for that. It's a great fun. We're on Season 2, Episode 2, this Monday. Um, he's already got a huge thing right this season. That's all I'll say. So... Check that out. We've got new microphones. Thank you very much to everyone who contributed to those. Uh, And also, uh, yeah, Expanse Season 3 coming out, uh, review coming out this, this week. Okay, thanks very much for watching, everyone. See you in the next cycle.